Hi guys, I hope you had an amazing week. Mine was fine. Okay, that's not entirely true, but I'm hopeful about the weekend. So, um, cheers to the freaking weekend. Yay! <laughs> anyway, uh, happy new month. This year has been... Saying this year has been crazy is the understatement of the year. But um, I'm glad that you are here, you are alive, and I really hope you are well. And I hope that the rest of the year is kinder to you. I hope that you record more wins, you have more peace of mind, and you know, you are generally happier than you have been for the past how many months so far. So, uh, yeah, happy new month. Welcome to the month of September. I wish you good things, really, really good things. Let's begin. It's been like a month I started doing this, and for some reason, it doesn't feel that way. I feel like it has something to do with the fact that I don't really uh, talk about the fact that I do a podcast. I don't really tell people that, oh, I Yes, I just, I mean, I just told a couple of people and it's just, it's kind of like an inside thing. Anyway, so I've been thinking about why this is and why I've not really talked about this because I'm actually really glad I'm doing this. So it led me to one thing and that's imposter syndrome. And that is why I asked my very good friend Ozil to come talk to us about imposter syndrome. So I'm going to allow him to introduce himself to you guys. Then we'll go on from there. Okay, wait, wait, are we like friends? I thought we were bros. Ah, shit. Forgive me. Guys, he's my bro. He's my bitch. He's right or die. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm to introduce myself. Um, I'm Taufik Shubejo. Yeah. Some people call me Oz. Some people call me Ozio. Yeah. So, uh, I'm an email marketer, a copywriter, and sometimes I dabble into um, poetry and fiction. Down, calm it down. So, dear, dear, calm down. Okay, okay. So, then I love to read books, and sometimes eh, I actually pretend to have a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's just a brief summary. All right, thank you. Uh, so, let's talk about imposter syndrome. I mean, give us well, dates. Okay, so this is just it. Uh, imposter syndrome is something we all suffer from but we really acknowledge to like other people or even to ourselves some people don't even know the name for it so they just know they have this like particular feeling they don't know what it's called some people might like tend to oversimplify it as self-doubt but it is not even though it is slightly similar like it is very similar to um self-doubt but it is much more encompassing it includes like having feeling of self-doubt about your creativity about your work opportunities, about your credentials, and even it goes as far as like relationships. And it might even end up like making you lose out on opportunities and the good things in life. Can make yourself sabotage what you thought you didn't deserve, even in situations when you're like so much more deserving of it. So self-doubt can actually be good sometimes when it is rooted in reality because then you can actually take active steps to overcome that or just be aware of your own limitations that's what self-doubt is like okay self-doubt that is rooted in reality will make you much more aware of your own limitations but the one that it's not where you're actually like much more deserving that's where imposter syndrome comes in because 
even when you have little to no limitations and when you are like extremely overqualified there's this inherent feeling of like thinking of yourself as a fraud or the idea that you're just like um faking it or you don't belong or you're just doing it because everyone else is doing it or you don't even know what you're doing at all that's what's imposter oh wow Okay, <laughs> I feel like you're sobbing me. I don't like this. I really no, no, like no, no, no. I'm, I'm sobbing out of us. <laughs> Wait, but what happens when you can't really distinguish between self-doubt and imposter syndrome? It's like you're. It's like the reality for you is like everything is just so merged together. You can't tell that. Oh, okay. This is self-doubt and this is imposter syndrome. Like what are the okay key, um, the markers to like differentiate them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take for example um, a med student that was like okay, hundred level past exams, two hundred level past exams, three hundred level past exams, and then this person actually like finished med school, and then on the first day he was supposed to resume like to um, whatever hospital he was assigned to, and then all of a sudden, as um, he or she or they them is about to step into like where they are supposed to um like just go and register and sign up and they just get right on it all of a sudden they have this inherent feeling of fear that oh wait how did i even manage to pass med school i'm a fraud i'm this i'm that i don't know anything that is imposter syndrome self-doubt is just maybe okay well can i do this can i do that that is like way different imposter syndrome is just this feeling of where where you're like just so in your own head meanwhile you tend to think other people like are overskilled or maybe like much more qualified than you are to do what you're supposed to do meanwhile they're just as qualified as they are that's just it that's one marker yep okay i I need to give you some examples too because (laughs) sometimes people tend to think like imposter syndrome is something that just happens to um ordinary people i'm going to give you two examples of like two very famous people that mm-hmm. actually suffered from imposter syndrome despite all their successes all right so we've all heard of like maya angelou sure a beautiful and very successful woman yes who, despite all the limitations of people of color in her youthful years she still managed to churn out at least 11 books that's awesome right a queen yeah, I guess what she had to say. She said she felt as if she hadn't like really earned her accomplishments, and that uh, like she felt as if everything she did, she was just like maybe lucky to just like be in a position to write them. That was, do you know how much effort you have to put into literally writing it? Exactly, and this is someone that has accomplished so much, has broken stereotypes, actually racked up so much awards that is still like having this feeling of imposter syndrome. That's how crazy it is. Damn. The other person is Albert Einstein. We already <laughs> know him as the poster boy for without weird air, the poster boy for anything ingenuity related. Like whenever the word genius comes to mind, if you want to think of scientists, yeah. the first person would actually like think of is Albert Einstein without weird hair and squeaky face. I don't even know. Yeah. So now imagine somebody that actually like developed so much when it comes to like modern physics. Here, he, he, he had to say, here's what he had to say. He said the work that he did shouldn't be like receiving as much attention as it did because he felt it was not something that that required much effort. It was just something that he happened to like stumble upon. That's Albert Einstein. So you see, you're not, you're not like alone. 
imposter syndrome can still like actually remain no matter the amount of successes you pursue to fill the void Mm-hmm. This is not uh, like uh, some people are not like more disproportionately affected than others. Imposter syndrome is much more common in underrepresented and disadvantaged groups, like people of color, people of different non-heteronormative sexuality, disabled people, and more. Another reason why imposter syndrome is widely common is that people who are highly skilled mm-hmm. or accomplished, they tend to think that I mentioned it earlier that others are just as skilled as them. And this phenomena is actually like called the pluralistic ignorance. It is a phenomenon where we doubt ourselves privately. Slow down. Okay, slow, slow down. down. Yep. So it's like it's okay. like um say for example, I I am this um well, let's let's assume that I am this world class uh baker, yeah? So are you saying it's yeah. like when I just assume that every other person that bakes is just as good as I am? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Maybe you uh, let, let me use Instagram um, writers for example. Okay. Maybe you write and then you post poetry on Instagram, and then all of a sudden you go to people's timeline and then you start like seeing people actually like writing like as good as you do. Some maybe not as much, some maybe more. So now you're beginning to have this feeling that wow. So basically, everyone else is just like as skilled at writing as you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's and called pluralistic it's ignorance. Okay, that's new. Never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we will be doubting ourselves privately, like believing we are alone and thinking that we, since a lot of people don't even voice out their doubts, like a lot of people going through stuff would never like say it's like they're actually going through stuff. A lot of people having insecurities about themselves, they will never actually like tell you that they're having insecurities about themselves. So you tend to like feel as if you are alone in that particular thoughts and ideologies that you're having yeah yeah wow okay it feels like a collective problem like something we're all dealing with as a society obviously we're all human yeah yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy also okay you talked about this huge thing is this something we can do to overcome it because i mean i don't think i want to go on feeling like this it's not cool wow it's actually not cool really but then the first part in actually like curbing this is actually realizing that you're not alone in this feeling like we discussed earlier like you're not alone there are a whole lot of people that are actually like feeling this particular way that you're feeling so thank you for feeling this particular thing that you're feeling alongside me it's, uh, i'm actually like happy to know that i'm not the only one of my kind thank so you. yeah thank, the first, you. <laughs> thank you <laughs> so the first step is like acknowledgement okay Acknowledge that okay, you have this thing that you're actually like going through, and then you're not like alone in it. There are like a lot of people going through the same thing. So the second part is to talk about it. A lot of people like are afraid to talk about these things because of their inherent fear. They believe that whenever they tell people these things, it will be confirmed that they aren't like really good enough. Like yeah, people will see them as a fraud. For saying they are having like feelings of like imposter syndrome or where they're not unsure, where they are unsure about themselves, so people tend to like withdraw into their own shell. So it is actually like quite good to talk about it. Like the examples of like the famous people that we mentioned, Maya Angelou and Albert Einstein, these are successful people that actually talked about the fact that they had imposter syndrome. So sometimes we should actually like talk about these things to our like closer circle or people that are actually like trusting. The thing is. Even sometimes when this set of people give us like 
good feedback. Have you ever, ever written a piece before that people actually like, like they gas you up, like they really, yeah. really, really gas you up, like your friends and stuff. And then, yeah, so, and somebody that has imposter syndrome, despite all this positive feedback, the imposter uh, syndrome feeling still lingers. Yeah, yeah. Have you had as yeah so so but if on exactly so we have to just acknowledge that these people that are actually like telling us this thing don't worry i'll get there it's actually like another step so the third one is to actually like change your mentality from a learning mindset uh, from a performance mindset to a learning mindset uh the mindset don't want okay the mindset someone that has um imposter syndrome has is a performance mindset so what do i mean by this a performance mindset it puts you into this constant mode of um, thinking of yourself as a failure due to every little mistake or inadequacy you observe about yourself that's what performance mindset is about supposing you're supposed to um jog from a particular distance to a particular distance and then at the end of the day maybe you were slow or you didn't accomplish as much time as you were supposed to a performance mindset will actually like judge you based on the fact that you were slow. Rather than thinking about the gains, the um, effort put into it, the time, the consistency, the steps, and like the fact that you can actually build up on what you've just done. But a performance mindset will actually like judge you instead of rather than uh, evaluating the fact that this is like an opportunity for growth. But a learning mindset, this would make you see your mistakes as opportunity for growth rather than self-condemnation. Did you get that? Sorry, you kind of broke off for a bit there. Okay. So uh, let me let me let me track back. I said a learning mindset indicates that you see your mistakes as an opportunity for growth rather yeah. than self-condemnation. Right. Meanwhile, a performance mindset puts you into this like constant mode of thinking about yourself as a failure due to every little mistake or inadequacy that you observe about yourself. So you really shouldn't be that harsh on yourself. You should realize that yeah, even when you fail miserably at something, you can always walk away with newly acquired knowledge, wisdom and experience for whatever similar opportunity comes your way next. Just see failure as like a stepping stone. I don't intend to aspire to perspire you or inspire whatever. I'm just saying yeah, you should actually like not really be too harsh on yourself when it comes to failures because everybody has their own even not even fair share because i was about to say fair share everybody has their own truckload of failures mostly successful people exactly so in this sense uh when you realize that these failures are like stepping stone whatever feeling of imposter syndrome that you get is actually going to be used to your advantage but it's just it's like an opportunity for you to like research about stuff research about your weaknesses research about your flaws research about the mistakes that you made so in order to like cover up for the lapses of those feelings that you are, you are potentially going to feel whenever you think you have like an inadequacy or a flaw imposter syndrome in this particular like situation is an advantage because it will help you research and research and research but then but then please don't allow like the research to turn into procrastination (laughs) (laughs) because some people are actually like experts they are experts when it comes to that like to pretend as if they are like especially writers 
if you have right that friend just ask why them you, why are you subbing me what is wrong with you leave me alone i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but then the truth has to be said yeah, one way or the other yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so um the fourth one is like i said i wanted to mention it the first time so i just shifted it to the fourth one is to learn to accept and internalize compliments most people even after they've been told that their work is good Mm -hmm. they have this sense of self-doubt that still lingers which is not supposed to be so so we should learn to internalize this compliment and accept them for what they are so the positive feedback about our works our looks and other things should just be taken for what they are as compliments simple there's no need to um overthink it or over analyze it or if if it is chicken tongue or if it is flattery just take the compliment and move there's a higher percentage of it being true than it being false even if it was flattery it is none of your business You've taken your compliment and then you've moved, you've bounced oh, already, you've already accepted the compliment as what it was. Yeah, yeah. So lastly, you, so lastly, um, you develop coping skills. Coping skills can vary for everyone. Coping skills can vary for everyone. Everyone has like a form of coping mechanism. For some, although I'll advise everyone generally to, it is exercising regularly. Okay. For some, it is practicing mindfulness, like practicing mindfulness all the time. For some, it's just like sim- I, I wouldn't use simply because I wanted to say simply seeking emotional support because it's not simple for some people to actually seek emotional support from other people. So, yeah, so just try as much as possible to seek emotional support from a support group. It could be friends, it could be family, it could be from a therapist. Just make sure you're doing that. Then develop a healthy sleeping habit. Hmm. That's another <laughs> sub to Lara. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> you develop a healthy sleeping habit and go on a good diet plan. Not somebody that will be craving cake all the time and every day cake, 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 What's cake, wrong cake, with cake. You? You're supposed to be Did here. I mention you you are subbing me. It's like, oh my god. Okay, I'm never inviting you to my podcast ever again. <laughs> I'm still coming back here anyway. Oh. Don't worry, we still have one more chance to. Be. So <laughs> trust me, those coping skills they will leave you feeling so good about yourself. So yeah, that's like five, right? Yeah. So that's why you can call the imposter syndrome. And please, 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 always remember that you're not alone in feeling this way. Thank you. I feel like um, we need to define coping skills because some people can decide coping skill for uh say i don't know like consuming alcohol a lot of alcohol oh wait or... i made a mistake okay yes let's let's exactly let's define exactly define it skills yes because i mean some coping skills can just be very toxic to us and very very toxic please avoid any form of toxicity i beg we don't want bad energy far away Ah, <laughs> uh, I hope everyone is fine. I, I, I actually have another question. Do you think okay, shoot, um, shoot, 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 shoot. Do, you, do you think environmental factors can affect imposter? Like, can you, you think can cause imposter syndrome? Like the kind of place a person yeah, grew yeah. up. I think I made an example of it then, although I didn't like fully expatiate on it. Um, when I was talking about how imposter syndrome affects 
people that are like much more disadvantaged, like disadvantaged groups. Yes, you did, you did. Like um, people of color, disabled um, people and stuff. Uh, and again, environment. Supposing somebody came from like, um, maybe a migrant, or maybe just somebody from a different background, or from a different ethnicity, or from a different tribe, a different religion, just comes into like a particular place where they're like, Everybody is just basic and generic, and nobody looks like you. Yeah. So you tend to have this feeling of deservedness and the feeling of being odd. Yeah. So at the end yeah. of the day, you can like also like increase your level of imposter syndrome because then you feel as if you don't belong. You're not supposed to be there. You, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. My, I, I'm not. I'm not even supposed to be here at all. Like sometimes you just want to disappear. That's just how it is. Like I remember, I remember the first time I I went to the boarding school, and then ordinarily coming from a private school, I went to boarding school. Oh, you know, private school students are like butty now, have this <laughs> butty like nature. So yeah, when I now entered GS1, me I was still like a sheep among wolves. There were like so many wolves roaming about, like people were like just so aggressive and everything. And I was just there, sitting gently on my bed, spreading my bed, packing all my Milo, conflicts, everything, and packing them neatly into the box. I'm a child. <laughs> exactly. So the next day, I had to like um I I went to go and wash my clothes and then I spread them on the line. Like I was still doing this very neat and gentle boy. Then mm-hmm. they took my school uniforms off the line where I went to spread them. They stole them. That's not even painful. They jacked my locker. <laughs> Which goes to my self-esteem going like into the bin completely. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I should have laughed I'm sorry. I know. It's, it's, it's actually a funny experience now. Come to think of it. Mm. Throughout that mm. week, I ended yeah. up feeling like shit. I ended up feeling like I didn't belong there. Even in classes, I ended up feeling like, wait, what am I doing here? I don't want to go back and see my mommy and my daddy. Just let them just take me back. That was the way I was feeling. But now, come to think of it, a few years after, I became a fellow monster, a fellow wolf. Wow, you adapted. Yeah, I adapted. Mm-hmm. But this is where the story is going. So I left the boarding school in SS1. And then I was thrown from a federal school. See my journey from a private school to a federal school, then to a public school. Okay, okay. So now, the public school is a different ball game completely. Because there, they can beat your life. They can do whatever it is that they want to do to you. Irrespective. So if someone sees me behaving like a thug sometimes, it's the public school part that is like coming to the front. Exactly. So what happened in the um the secondary school, the public secondary schools, on my first day there, I was about to enter the class and then there was this physics teacher that was just standing there teaching the class as at then it was linear expansivity. But then in the other school I was coming from, they hadn't taught me. So okay. the woman, even though they hadn't taught me, I was like kind of like far ahead in education and stuff because I used to read ahead of the class. Mm. So now yeah, I used to do that. And then this woman just gave me a chalk to go to the chalkboard. On my first day in school, to actually like start solving a linear expansivity question. God, I wanted to pee myself. That was another day where my self-esteem went to shit. And then I ended up feeling like I didn't belong here. And I never fully belonged anyway. 
So that's that's just how like being or in a particular place can like slightly affect you and affect you. Yeah, so you can actually foster feeling of self doubt. So. So I guess it's it happens. We, we make sure that for the things we are much more accommodating. Yeah, or that we find we put ourselves in environments that are not toxic to us. Environments exactly. That us. So it it also um includes the kind of friends. I mean, pick people that will not make you feel like crap. Friends that will exactly. Up, that will. See. That will Big friends that, that's, that they, when you upload one picture yourself, like they'll give you like uh, I don't know, it's not flattery, it's just like appreciation. So you yeah. get it's actually okay. like really really good for yourself. Yes, it really does wonders. It does, it does. And I mean, even when they want to criticize your work, they do it constructively. So it's not like they're making exactly and with with caution and care. Yes, and empathy. Yes, and, yes. and you know that your yeah, constructive, uh, constructive criticism is actually devoid of malice. I know. Yes, yes, and that's the beautiful part of it. Yep. Thank you so much. I really like. I learned a lot in this in this episode. Some things that I'd never heard of before. Like what? Type that thing. What did you call it? <laughs> something, something, something. What did you call it again? Which one of them? part where i feel like everybody's just as talented as i am you called it something. oh realistic ignorance yes i'm going to go and read up on that again looks like there's mm, a lot you sure should yes I will. I will and you guys should too so, are you going to um invite me like in your future podcast you've already cancelled me during the uh, podcast session i will take it to the council and we are going to review it Okay, council people should have pity on me. I need to be on like Lara's podcast in the future. This is a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. This is thank like... you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. Ah, pleasure's all mine. <laughs> I really want to something. Where are you going? We are living together. Calm down. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, we're living together. That's cool. That's cool. Yes, yes. I hope you guys learned okay. a thing or two or 10 like i did and uh i hope you're able to use some of these things as we as you go on from here like start talking to yourselves talk to your friends about things you feel and stop feeling like you are not enough i feel like it all starts there just start it Ooh, from the i feel like we omitted something really important what's that you should actually like practice if you're the kind that suffer from imposter syndrome practice positive self-talk like in yes, the mirror or something and tell yourself that how could I you have am... left such an impact <laughs> out i'm talking about it now am i not i'm good please do I'm please good. do good <laughs> so yeah stand in front of the mirror and tell yourselves tell yourselves really nice things tell yourself things you want people to tell you tell yourself uh i'm good looking i'm smart i'm intelligent i am the Why shit Please keep Why quiet. Are you defining me? <laughs> 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 when I'm really, really shitty sometimes, I just I make a video of myself. My friend taught me this. I make a video of myself and I tell myself, Lara, you are the shit. Lara, you are the bomb. I think you should try it too. It really does wonders. I mean, that's actually, it's actually pretty good. Yes, it might feel awkward at first. The second time it might feel a little bit awkward, but then after a while, you just get used to it and they just get your groove on. It is amazing, you guys. If you, you grow, should... if you grow, if you grow. <laughs>
Yes, you can get to the world. Um, I hope you have a nice weekend. Ozzy, what plans do you have for the weekend? Right, 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 right. Continue writing. <laughs> right, okay. I already an exercise. Oh, exercising. Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. I have to say the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. But my fit farm, my fit farm um, journey, it's on, on a break now. I'm going to pick it up later. Anyways. Okay, this is running on. Let's just say goodbye. Um, you guys, thank you for listening. If you've made it to this point, I'm really um grateful to you for spending your time to listen to me and this boy talk. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Um have God, a I'm a boy. Are you, I thought this are you not a boy? What are you? Yep. Oh god. I'm a grown ass man. Please go see that. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing weekend. I love you. Peace out. I'll see you guys. Bye bye. Peace. <laughs> bye guys. <laughs> bye.